0: Welcome to Material, a show about the Google and Android universe, hosted on the Relay FM network. This show is brought to you by Squarespace. My name is Yasmin Evian, and joining me, we have Andy Anako and Russell Ivanovich. Hey, guys.
1: Hello, Yasmin. Hello. I, I, I'm plussing you already. <laughs> I pressed <laughs> the you plus pull? 12 button. I, I'm, I'm plussing your intro. <laughs> I'm, yeah, so, I'm, I'm, one, I'm 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 sorry, one. everybody. It's just a, I'm such a nut for Google Plus. I mean, I, I don't have to I don't have to translate that for you. Everywhere you go, like remember that McDonald's campaign, like where it's just every single logo said, "Hey, plus us, plus the Big Mac with fries, plus with the super fries." It's part
2: of the it's part of the <laughs> national parlance. Yeah, I, I saw that plus one everywhere. It, it, I mean, it definitely was. And I I go to Google Plus, and you know, I put my stuff up there, and people comment. And the cool thing is, like, I can add you to different circles, and you can't see the names of my circles. I have like hundreds and hundreds of circles that I just categorize each individual person into. Sometimes you end up in three or four circles. It's just, it's the magic of Google+.
0: I was going to ask about that. How many circles am I in, Russell? (laughs) Is it the like, is it the do not share any information to circle, but I have to be (laughs) friends with them because I host a podcast with them. In all
2: seriousness, (laughs) I have one circle that says, I do not remember who these people are. (laughs) But I don't want to be rude. I'm like, well, clearly they know who I am. So I'm just going to drop them in this circle and hopefully they don't realize
0: They're probably like super excited that they're (laughs) that you befriended them in their circles or circled them.
2: I circled them. And then I I don't know what
0: is it called. (laughs) I didn't plus
2: one them. I've always wondered that plus one thing. Does that come from like oh you're coming to my party or my wedding with a plus one? No, I'm I'm willingly attaching my social media uh,
1: firepower behind the support of this link or this photo or this anything that you've just
2: posted. But I'm only incrementing it by one because that's the mathematically correct way to do it because there are only one of me.
0: But then sometimes there's something you really like and you really wish it was a plus two for two thumbs up. Mm. But uh, <laughs> Google didn't let us do that.
2: <laughs> so if if you can't tell, dear listener, we're discussing Google Plus this week because, um, well, one, we're so enamored with it. Well,
1: well, it's it's like we're 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 excited about this because this is the first truly exciting news about Google Plus in at least two and a half to three years, which is Google announcing that yeah. We thought that was a great idea, and any of those of you who got like Google Plus and Plus One tattoos, we're, we're real appreciative of that. Um, but yeah, uh, the good thing about having billions and billions of people using Google services is that when billions and billions of people are not using your service, eventually, after four years, you take the hint, and so, uh,
2: and so, so, so well, I mean. They, they did get the milestone of every single Google employee being on there. Like I noticed, whenever I interacted with them, they're <laughs> yeah. like, "Are you yeah. on Google Plus?" I am like, "Yeah, I guess so. you know, like, I am." I noticed that Microsoft Band somehow? is very, very
1: popular amongst Microsoft executives that I occasionally meet with. they you know, you, you, they, they practically have one <laughs> yeah. on each wrist. I am not sure if that's a good strategic sampling, but that's uh, that that data should be logged in somewhere. Um, but yeah, this 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 week they were, there was just an extreme vote of no confidence. They a, a humble vote of no confidence. No confidence, uh, Bradley Horowitz, um, who is vice president of Streams, Photos, and Sharing at Google. Uh, now, th- now, this, now, this is this is where so we, so he basically made an announcement saying, "Hey, you know, it's been a little bit of a little bit more than a quarter since I took on leadership of a newly formed team, which we developed SPS Streams, Photos, and Sharing. In this short time, I've had time to reflect on the products we built over the last few years, and also the opportunity to oversee the launch of our new Google Photos product. And I'm concluded it's a time for a." pivot quote unquote uh, or more precisely time to talk openly about a pivot that's been underway for some time we were continue we're going to continue focusing google plus on helping users connect around the interest they love and retire it as the mechanism by which people share and engage within other photo uh, other google products so it goes it goes on now um Basically, the the gist is that yeah, we're asked we had we would, we're, we're going to be putting plus one buttons on next to every single Google search result, and we're going to make every single comment on Google a Google uh, excuse me on YouTube a Google plus comment, and basically trying to encourage people to name their kids plus one or plus two plus three, no matter how many kids they have. Now they're again it's it, <laughs> it didn't work, and they're backing out of it. The, the weird thing though is that Bradley chose to make this announcement about the failure of Google plus on google plus so i'm not <laughs> sure who he thinks is going to be reading this but what it, but it was of course noticed and picked up as you know these things have started it's it really it really is like those photos from old time uh soviet russia like May Day parades where uh, you know the 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 minister of production is like has has a spot right next to brezhnev on the viewing stand and then like for five years and then the next then after six years he's like They've got, like, two generals between them, and then he disappears entirely, and then, you know, uh-oh, I think Vladimir is, is – Vladimir is out. <laughs> so <laughs> so, uh, so, th- so, apparently they're, they're, they're keeping a couple of – they're basically retreating Google Plus to a sort of nouveau blogging platform, a place f- for people who share certain interests to get together and discuss those interests so if you had like a Google Plus group that was about you know HDR photography or uh, what walking on carpets even the, within mere bare feet and complaining about stepping on your kids Legos, if you have a circle for that or a group for that, that's going to stay there. And that, that's something that Google Plus did really well. But otherwise, you're really not going to see much about Google Plus. And it's it just it just goes to show you that when you're making so much money elsewhere. You can just simply back away from a huge pro- and Remember, th- this was huge. This wasn't just like something that they just <laughs> slid in under the radar. This was like their whole ad campaign, and they had there was a really good good piece in uh, in Mashable that sort of uh, rewound the entire history of it in which the the CEO of the company was like putting a 1,000 people on this project and it, it's just, what a reversal.
2: Yeah, and if you remember, their the bonuses were tied to it. There was all sorts of like incentives for getting it. I've, I've brought up the official blog here. You've got June 28th, uh, 2011. It says, introducing the Google Plus project, real life sharing rethought for the web. I just want to read you the first sentence. It says... Among the most basic of human needs is the need to connect with others. Also, food and, and <laughs> oxygen. This is the whole thing they were pushing, <laughs> though. Like, here's here's this concept of circles. You know, here's this concept of sparks. Something I don't even remember what that is. You know, they tried to push Hangouts into there. Um, there was messaging, and there was the whole concept of you know, it's you, it's your stuff, and it's social. And this is the the next sort of big social network. You know, face, Facebook got it all wrong. They didn't really come out and say that, but they were basically saying we've you know we've made something better than Facebook. You know, come and join us. Stop using that uh, that terrible product. You know, that's trying to steal all our ad revenue, and and come aboard. And they they really pushed it hard. You know, for the first year, I think they were just all in. You know, Vic Vic Gundotra was that his name? Yeah, he he was kind of behind it. You know, the head executive. He'd convinced everyone to get on board. Had a team of a thousand people, like you say. And man, did they push it hard. And then the next year, I think. They added more and more features and then all of a sudden you started to hear a little bit less about Google+. I think that the last big thing was the YouTube comments. You know, when they switched that over, there was a lot of uproar because they they took the commenting system basically out of YouTube and they're like, okay, now if you want to comment, you have to have a Google Plus account, which I think was maybe their last desperate effort to say, people aren't using this. How can we get more people to use this? Ah, like that YouTube thing is popular. (laughs)
0: Let's force them to use YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) Although I will say there was like some cool things that did come out of Google+. Plus. Uh, for instance, like the beta testing, I really like that feature in the Google+. Plus. Like, okay, so the way that beta testing is set up on Android, or one of the ways that it can be set up, was that you join this uh, Google+, Plus. what is it, community or group? Then the developer could tell you, yeah, I accept them as my beta tester. And then you would go to a link and you would click, please subscribe me to the... To the beta, and you could download the app, and so it was a neat place to kind of go in there and say, "Hey, developer, I'm having this trouble on my phone. Like, could you fix it?" And it gave the developers a platform to communicate with their users, and I really did love that uh, functionality of Google Plus. Like, I don't know, Russell, did you do, you do you guys use that a lot for Pocket Cast? The we still use Google that. Plus I think it's called
2: Google Plus Communities. I think is the technical name of it. And I, I love that. So you you get around a bunch of people, all you need is their email address, you can add them to a private community and all of a sudden you've got a place that you can communicate with, you know, just this group of people and I think it worked really well. You know, you've got a stream of of things, you know, in, in date order, you can message people individually, you can post screenshots and announcements up there. I thought for that one particular use, you know, it was great. The other thing I really got into Google+, I mean the only other thing I used on there was, do you remember... Um, I think they called it party mode. Did you guys ever use that?
0: Oh, you could like uh take picture. you guys can be invited to a party and then it combined the pictures for that event. Is that is that what it was yeah.
2: like? Yeah. Essentially the the setup for it was really awkward. You had to you had to know people's Google Plus email addresses and invite them, you know, but once you had them in there, any photo that was taken at an event would just automatically go into this big bucket of photos. And this was this was before like, you know, sharing photos was was, you know, as easy as it is today, but it was yeah, we we'd go places, you know, with friends or whatever, and as long as they all had, you know, Google Plus on their iPhone or on their Android, we just have this big bucket of photos, and yeah, I thought that was quite handy. You know, there was all these little glimmers in Google Plus of of these yeah. different features that were like, yeah, that that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah that's kind of and that was the
1: problem. I think that the they really tried to they, they were terrified of Facebook. They were terrified of Facebook's velocity, and what they tried to emulate was. Facebook's uh, fa- Facebook's character is that they really want to create an entire like private beach style internet, where everything you can do on the internet is somewhere inside Facebook as a feature, and you're encouraged to never ever ever leave Facebook in order to do something else, whether it's reading news, sharing pictures, privately messaging with people. I mean, again, these are all things you have choices in, in the real world, but why why leave uh, uh, why why leave the great spotlight of Facebook to do it? And Google tried to make something I think that was on that model saying we will create a product called Google+, where every single thing you would ever want to do, from uh, from live chat to private chat to photos to commenting to uh, user authentication to everything, you will never want to leave Google+. I'm not sure that Google is the sort of company that can pull that sort of thing together. They're, they're, they've always been – their strength has always been, I think, just coming up with this really broad and wonderful portfolio of individual features and letting people sort of mix and match them how they go because th- th- there were, there were plenty of really good features there. I mean, Hangouts was a big – it was revolutionary uh, when it first came out. I mean, they're just, just the ability to do ad hoc chat between an arbitrary number of people uh, and have the cameras, quote-unquote, just following people as you go, being able to save that and then to replay it later on as a as a as a youtube video or something else uh i know people who have kind of started whole businesses that are based on uh, on hangouts uh, and of course that that product is still sticking around although again it's going to be uh, it's having the plus sort of scraped <laughs> scraped <laughs> off of the end of the logo um so it's i think with google f- forgot in trying to do all this was that Facebook was not trying to create an entirely different internet it was trying to build themselves into an ad network into a company that could sell ads and again with all the with with, with all the sophistication and forethought of someone who has never worked for Google or never worked for a company with more than 3 people in it i could say emphatically and definitively uh, <laughs> that it's like they they should have realized that gee google we we are in the business of serving ads, and why do we care if they never leave this one little penned in area so long as they're always getting ads through a Google product, and so long as you know what why, why do I care that they're getting their news someplace else uh so long as at some point they keep coming back to get their ads. Uh, in mail and so they keep coming back to get their ads through YouTube uh, and using our DNS services and all these other ways that uh, that Google makes that sort of bargain with us. we will give you the service we just let you let us watch you do it and let us uh, target ads to you as you do it
2: yeah i mean that 's true, but I think to to be a little bit fair to Google in two thousand and eleven, Facebook just looked unstoppable yeah. you know they were reporting all these user numbers every month you know this is how many active users we have logging in every single day every single month, and it was a huge, huge number and I I could see like if you're sitting in a Google boardroom and you just see that going up and up and up, you're starting to wonder, is this momentum going to slow and is this going to be at our expense? Like one day is someone going to log into the internet, not go to google.com, not type into that little box in, in Chrome? Are they going to go straight to Facebook? Are they going to get all the news there? Is Facebook going to take over the entire advertising platform? And what if Facebook gets into mobile? Like I can see that that sort of thinking going on and I, I, do, I do wonder if that kind of spurred them into action. but. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Do you think do you think it was an impossible task or do you think they just executed it wrong?
0: I you know, I think there's has been so many social networks that people have tried to make. Um I could name a few like app.net and Elo. But <laughs> I guess Elo is still going strong. But the thing is like you're not you're even as cool of a social network that you make that has like all these amazing photo sharing capabilities. And these like magical stories that automatically get created by your photos and videos, if your friends aren't there to see them, you're not going to be hanging out there. And so I think it's not so much whether you can create a really amazing service, it's whether your friends want to go with you or not. Because ultimately, what what is the social network? It's a place to hang out online where your friends are, right? Even your fake friends or your real friends. Um, but I I don't know if you can fix that. I I don't know.
2: Yeah, I I, I have a feeling that in Google's mind, they were like, if we can just make this a better experience, then people will just join. And I guess that's very, (laughs) as an engineer, like I find that to be like a very engineering mindset. It's like, if we can build a better product, then the people will switch to it because it is better. But I mean, that's not how things work in the real world. You know, Facebook already had all the users, like you point out, there were already people in there. Whether they liked it or not doesn't really matter. You know, they were using it, they were getting value out of it, they were sharing things with each other. It was always going to be a mammoth task to try and take it. Any of those people out of that network because if you pull out just two percent, you know they're missing all their friends. They don't have all their their circles and whatever else in there. And so if a few people leave, that's not enough. You've got to take your entire, you know, construct that you've built up of all your friends and family yeah. and whatever people from school that you know, and move them over somehow. Which yeah, I wonder if that was. Well, ever it also happen. shows
1: you how much smarter Facebook is at building that sort of thing than uh, than Google is. Um, they have the same problems as Google has, which is, again, you got it's, it's like running a casino. you got to keep them at the tables. you got to keep them playing. So long as they keep playing, the house always wins. Uh, and But their solution is uh, when they see that Instagram is becoming a really popular social network, guess what? You write a check, you buy Instagram, and now you have the entire <laughs> Instagram community. Everybody who used to be an Instagram user is now also a Facebook user, and all of their friends come along with them because they never had to move anywhere. Same thing for WhatsApp and same thing for whatever next is going to happen. Um, I, did, I, 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 mean, I was obviously I was being you know I was being glib before saying oh it's obvious four years later what they should have done but I mean <laughs> it's it's I mean it is scary when you see like uh, Twitter taking off and you just did not see that coming you had no idea why somebody would why this framework for exchanging 140 character things and links would become so prevalent that it would just now, twenty percent of the screen area of every TV show is Twitter hashtags and and at signs. Uh, that's how pervasive Twitter is, and you just want to get your hand in the till. But I mean, I've been maybe Apple Music is on my mind because I've been suffering mightily from <laughs> Apple Music for the past few weeks. <laughs> but but it, but it feels like you can't you, you can't do it by simply saying I see what these other services are doing. We'll build services like that, and then we'll have a success. It's like well if you built something that is exactly like Facebook and exactly like Twitter and exactly like these services guess what there is also a thing called Facebook that already exists if i like Facebook i'm using it already <laughs> what are what incentive are you giving me to actually come into your ecosystem and the answer was outside of these one or two features that were brand new and hadn't been seen before there's just nothing to talk about
0: yeah and i th- and i think one of the bigger pushes that like a lot of people that were did leave Facebook or anything was Hey, you know, Facebook is trying to get all your information and all your data and they're going to sell it to, you know, ads, people that are want to know more about you. And so you can't really call people to come to Google plus because Google's doing the same thing. So that's not like, that's not something that you can be like, Hey, come to Google plus. We don't do that to you. Oh, wait. Yes, we do. We sell your data, you know, but, um, so it's, yeah, it wasn't even providing kind of that, uh, Safety privacy um, setting that that some people may, may have been looking for it was well the,
1: the, their first big fumble was was based on that with Google+, Plus. and oddly enough, it's like uh, it was a, designed as a solution to a real problem, which is how do you deal with people who hide behind handles and basically say that that's great, I can just simply you know vomit into a comment and not have to deal with the repercussions. And part of Google Plus is like, guess what? If you're using your name, you have to have a real name. We will, we will know who you are. We will connect you to a real person. We won't just let you do a fake account just to hide things behind. And that was, an again, it's the most logical reaction to this problem, but an unsophisticated one that doesn't appreciate that there are people who don't want to use their real names for really practical and safety reasons. Uh, I mean, for their physical safety, but also also because they don't feel as though they have a voice underneath their own identity because their they're real-world interactions, people just – take one look at who you are and what your Facebook, what your profile looks like and make judgments based on what your knowledge is going to be. Whereas if you f- manufacture an identity that will command respect, you will at least have this one little corner in which you don't have to deal with the BS of daily life that you, that you deal with because
2: of who you are and what you look like. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel that pain. As a middle-aged white guy, <laughs> um, I put my profile photo on something and i no, just don't, can't no, get no, no. your opinions out you're, you're, you're doing Smith. great because you're, you're you're a foreigner. You're you're not American. You're a foreigner. <laughs> furner but you, you can't tell that by the profile picture, though. You you just seem to have like a koala
0: like in your picture, Russell. That's how you solve the problem.
2: <laughs> yeah. You think that would get me some respect? Maybe that's what Google Plus needed. Oh you know, they they kept because what happened. You know, month after month, they kept trying to put extra features into Google+. They kept trying to jam Google+, into extra places. Maybe they were just missing koalas. That's that's their one, one thing. Koala. Yeah. So put a koala
1: button next to every <laughs> search result to say, I approve of this and I'm going to I'm going to push this
2: koala between the eyes.
0: <laughs> Plus koala. I like that.
2: <laughs> Plus koala. <laughs> so, I mean, if if you're Google and you're looking at this like in year three and now kind of in year four and it's like, yeah, this is not – working out, you know, Vic Gundotra has left the company. Um, you know, he was the obvious figurehead of Google+, and now it's, I mean, I don't know, you know, the, the, who's in charge now, but what's, where do you go from here? You know, you have this massive thing. You had a 1,000 people assigned to it. You've built all this infrastructure. Um, you know, people are using it, but not to a huge extent. What do you do? Do you just dump the whole thing and pretend like it never existed? I don't know. I you, mean you, you basically take away
1: the, the smart thing is to simply uh, simply say that you there's parts of it that worked, parts of it that didn't work. There are parts that people responded to, and parts that people left alone. And so, you know, it's you you have Google Hangouts, which you didn't have before, and you have this uh, this it's not like a it, it's not as big as Tumblr, but you have a means that people can create little social communities together that people seem to like. It's very very nicely run. Uh, it's it, it's had some success there. You didn't have that before. Um, it's you, you think about all the other services like uh, like Google Wave and, uh, uh, and and Google Reader made in Australia by the way. Just have to point that out. Google Wave made in Australia, oh. Sydney. <laughs> See that maybe maybe that was the problem with Google Wave. Everybody was like twelve hours (laughs) twelve hours ahead, and everyone was like asleep by the time.
0: It works great for us though, because you know twelve hours ahead is we go to bed, and then when we wake up, we magically have an edited podcast we can listen to from Russell.
2: Yeah, and I can pretend like I pulled an all nighter, even though it was just during the daytime. (laughs) 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 sorry, Andy, you were saying. No, no, no. I was
1: just, I, I was just saying. I mean, that's, it's, it's nice that they're not just simply pulling the plug on everything. That they can simply say, "Again, something's worked, so we're going to keep the stuff that worked." Or at least, it, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna go through this office and all the buildings, all the rooms in which nobody has been in here for a while. We can actually shut and lock those doors because no one will even notice. But it's, we're going to keep the party function. The, the party room is going to keep on going. Uh, we're going to keep <laughs> on that. We're going to that addition to the master bath was a good idea because uh, we needed a second shower because because of the kids. Uh, it's, it's. I, I really. I'm. I wish that there were more projects like that where you don't have to say there's success and there's failure. You can just simply say here's what worked, here's what didn't. Um, it's it's like a Pixar where you can be uh, directing a movie that is having so much trouble that it gets delayed an entire year, and now Pixar does not have a movie to release in 2014, and you are removed as the director and creative head in, of this project. But that doesn't mean that you are fired, you don't get to work for Pixar, you are tainted goods, you don't get to work for everybody else. It means that you keep working for Pixar. You just, it was just a, for whatever reason, the project did not work out. You did a lot of great work on it, that work is acknowledged. The failure is, you're not punished for failure, you're just simply, that was a job that I did, now I get to do another job. So I I hope the people inside Google have that same sort of reaction that, you know, it's it's embarrassing, again, Google Plus, the logo is not, uh, is not being used anywhere,
2: but it's, it's still a good logo. It's a nice idea. Whoever designed it should be proud of that nice logo they made. Google Plus a bit extra. I mean, the other interesting question is, do you, do you think that makes them more shy about introducing social features in the future? Like if you're now um, in a meeting somewhere inside Google and you've come up with this thing, you're like, oh, this will enable our users to do, you know, all this social interaction. Are you are you suddenly going to step back a bit and go, oh, you know, maybe we should do this a bit smaller or maybe we should start this, you know, as a one one team type thing and then filter it out from there? Or do you think one day they'll just you know, they'll go crazy again and they'll do some massive sort of social thing.
0: I don't know if that's going to be the issue. I mean, we had the nearby uh, people on to talk to us and that's a pretty social feature. It's about who you are, you know, who's nearby you that you can interact with them by playing games or something. So I don't think they're going to be weary of doing any social things. I think they just need to think about what problem are we actually solving for instead of trying to just you know, shove this idea into people's brains or whatever. Um, I I think that's ultimately like what it comes down to when you're when when you're building an app or service is like, are you solving a problem? And is the user going to benefit by using this? At least that's what I think that maybe they won't be, you know, so timid, but they just have to kind of think about it, maybe take a step back and say, Okay, let's let's think this through a little bit more instead of just going, you know, full force force towards something that, doesn't really I, I think it's also
2: interesting to think about, like you talk about the future and you look at what companies like um, like Facebook are doing. So Facebook have recently bought Oculus and they seem to be doing something in the world of VR. You know, it's all made sense up to now. Buy Instagram, makes sense. You know, huge social network taking off, you know, check, we got that. Buy WhatsApp, you know, same thing. There's, there's these people doing messaging, and they're doing it on a massive scale. You know, okay, buy them, and then all of a sudden they're buying Oculus, and you hear all these rumors about Google is also working on VR. You know, there's all these teams. I met heaps of people at Google um, I/O, and they're like, "Yeah, I work for the uh, cardboard team," you know, on VR. And there's there's dozens, if not hundreds, of them. I'm like, wait a minute, like how many how many of you are working on this cardboard thing? And it kind of does seem like for some reason, and I really don't. I'll just put this out there. I don't understand VR. I don't see how it's going to be the next big thing. But that does seem to be the thing they're currently sort of putting all their weight behind. I mean, did, do you guys see any future in that? Like, am I missing something? Is this like the next sort of big wave that's going to come along? Uh-huh.
1: I don't know if it's the next big wave or so, or something. Um, I've used enough VR stuff to be really, really surprised by how much I like it it's uh now that now that you got like you, this ability to just buy a bunch of uh, of gopro cameras arrange them in a hoop and just arbitrarily have a 360 degree live video of an event um and now you have this 12 dollar piece of cardboard with plastic lenses in it uh, that lets you drop a phone in and, and use that as your viewer i mean i think that right now view vr needs to be more like cardboard and less like uh, oculus because for fifteen hundred dollars for an Oculus, it doesn't matter how good it is. I mean, you gotta, you have to have a, a, a you have to have an eccentric un, eccentric a billionaire uncle who left you his fortune. Only with the stipulation that you own a virtual reality headset by midnight one week after he the will is read, in which case you have to run out and yes, you will spend fifteen hundred. That, that's the sort of interest you need to have in in in, v, in VR in order to spend fifteen hundred dollars on on a Rift. But for twelve bucks, you'll probably, you know, god, you spend you know twelve bucks on a value meal and a an ice cream across the street. After that, you can do without that for one night for being able to uh you know be immersed in in virtual reality. And I've been using. Uh, Less the uh I have, I have Google cardboard like as a matter of fact, <laughs> right here for on uh, the, the magic of radio. But but you but people can verify that I've I happen to have well, you I'm, got I'm, a black I'm, one. I'm Wanna a big enough you- dork. Cardboard well, colored. Where did you get it? It's, it's for evening wear. I've got the, <laughs> I've got the white one for when I go to it's the like Hamptons. The, the Batman edition. <laughs> well, I was at Diddy's party and they gave away just white. Uh, it's, it's the white party, so it's nothing but white uh, cardboard over there. It's, it's quite the thing over there at the Hamptons. Um, but so I've been using uh, the Gear VR uh, with Samsung, which is a lot better because it's it's so much faster, so much more responsive. And I was so impressed. I, I was so surprised by it. there. There's, just the simple—I th- would never have guessed that the thing that really sold VR for me was a virtual movie theater, because Oculus—they—they're in partnership <laughs> with Oculus, so they—they they have access to the Oculus Theater app, and I—you've got a, an MP4 file, video file on your phone. I've got—I've ripped like a, a old like 1960s like widescreen epic like movie um, from from Blu-ray, so it's in high definition, and so all it does is it plays that video and puts it inside a screen inside a virtual 3D movie theater. And so you're. I'm serious. It's, it's no more complicated than that. And you and, the, and the, there's like a, there's like 200 seats in this theater. You're the only person there, which is a dream. You're sitting dead center, exactly the right space, which is another dream. I mean, rows and rows of playing chairs with cup holders and everything. And as the movie plays, the color that is, of course, it's being projected from behind you, and light is bouncing off the screen. So the coloring of the room and the, and the shadows on the chairs are changing based on what this thing is doing, but the Cool thing is that you forget that these movies, these big widescreen movies from the 60s and 70s, they were made to be appreciated in movie theater so that you're not gonna have your this and you're not being we're not even watching this on like a 50-inch HD TV where you can see the entire thing in your field of view. It's when I'm sitting there in in the virtual movie theater, and I have to like turn my head left and right to follow the action. Or and there's a close-up on one character and there's someone in the background, and I can just I on, on a TV set. I'm seeing the entire screen at the same time. But in VR, in uh, Oculus Theater, I'm looking at the person who's speaking and the other person is in my peripheral vision. And it's there's something about these VR experiences where they're duplicating experience where you happen to be sitting down anyway, where it is just so, such a mind trick on you. Because you, you, within, within like four minutes, you are believing that you are inside a movie theater. And also appreciating that Gee for a lot of movies, this might be the best way to watch a movie so uh, so in the end I, I just got to say if you get to try it, maybe you'll discover things that you were not expecting it's It's not about games it's not about virtual reality it's like what if we put you in this environment where you're free to look wherever you want and that's a cool thing
0: yeah when we were when I was at google i o and they had the the ATAP, uh, movie with the uh, can anyone recall what the movie it was um, a giant clip giant was called.
2: dinosaur running through the yeah set, the- wasn't it chasing people in a subway, yeah,
0: and so you and so you uh could play this you know in cardboard, and you're kind of a part of the experience and a part of the movie, and I think like being a part of that it it takes it creates a different experience, like you were saying, Andy, it's no longer you're just watching the movie, it's like you are a part of the movie, and I think uh things like that are really fun where it kind of immerses you. Um, when I got back from IO, I was, you know, showing my husband, like all the cool things that you could do with Google Cardboard. And I was like, look, look, I'm parasailing and you can see the mountain and I'm falling and this is awesome. And my husband's like, I can't see what you're doing. I love watching people (laughs) with a VR
2: headset on, by the way, because it's the funniest thing in the world. If for no other reason, you have to spend the $12 and get cardboard just so you can give it to someone and then take pictures and, and video of them using it. <laughs> cuz are completely oblivious yeah. to everything going
0: on cuz you're so immersed in it and it, it like kind of brought me back to like playing uh VR games as a kid and you're at the arcade and you're shooting these zombies but the cool thing about it was that you had like your friends or you know family that could see what you were actually seeing so they were like oh no get get the get the zombie he's <laughs> like right after you so I actually think if there was a way for them to like mer- ver- merge the v r experience and then maybe Chromecast it to the android t v or the Google Chromecast so that other people in the living room could see what you're doing like I think something like that would be really really neat I'd be down
1: <laughs> there was this there's this game at uh, at Pax East that I saw in March that you would really really love it was called it was, a, it was an oculus rift game called uh keep talking and nobody dies uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's like a <laughs> <laughs> and so the the so it's a it's a uh, you're, you're you you play this game with a partner, and of course it works better if like it's your 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 spouse or your or or your, someone you a friend someone you know. One person is wearing an Oculus Rift, the other person has a, a file folder in front of them, an actual file folder in front of them, and the the point of the game is that there's a two minute timer, and the person with the Rift is seeing a room that has a bomb in front of them. And the person with the folder has the instructions on how to defuse that bomb,
2: and so, so of course, like oh, the, the, the person with the Oculus can't see the
1: instructions, the person with the instructions can't see what's going on inside the virtual reality. So it's like oh. you, you just have to watching these two people like trying to communicate with each other. Now, 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 now just, stop, stop. Tell me what you're looking at right now. Well, I'm looking at the sky. Don't look at the sky. Look at the bomb. Oh, no. Is there a yellow wire? Do you see it? Is there a counter? Is there a countdown timer that you can see? Tell me what the number is. And the, uh, it's. I, I think that you know, there. Uh, there's going to be so many games that are just like fly-throughs of where you're, you're passing really close to tree branches. And that's the obvious thing. But it's games like that that are really going to make people say – I still don't want to spend $1,500 for it, but maybe I will spend $180 on the on the, the Samsung Gear VR thing for my uh, Galaxy S6 that I already own.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the interesting thing about VR to me is one at the moment, like the Oculus is, you know, it's a really heavy thing you put on. It's tethered into the back of your PC. You've got the, the Samsung Gear VR, which is you slip your phone into a thing. The thing that it goes in is still a little bit like you'd notice it's there. Like, yeah, you, you get immersed in the experience, but you still, it's kind of strapped to your head and, you know, you can kind of feel the pressure of it. I mean... My thing is, if they can get it, you know, light enough and invisible enough, like, is that enough to for VR to take off? Like, I'm I'm still not seeing it. Maybe I'm not. I mean, I'm not that old, am I? But mm. I, I kind of look at this and I'm like, I don't want to look at things in VR. <laughs> like, I want to go to the movie theater. I want to have these experiences. But uh, maybe there's something I'm not seeing because I tell you in all seriousness, like the, that team inside Google is just growing and growing and growing. And it wouldn't be surprised if, you know, in a year's time or who knows, two years time, they come out with something that. Maybe I I can't conceive. I, I, the thing I'm worried about though is that just going to be the next Google Plus. Like, are all these people pushing into VR? Is you know what's what's the next untapped thing that we haven't seen? You know, oh, it's VR. Let's jump on that. Is it just one of those mindless pushes in that direction because that's where everyone else is going, or is there something here that that I'm completely missing? Someone help me out.
0: You know, that's the beauty and also the terrible thing about Google is that they're willing to experiment and try new things, which is like super fun. Um, as a user, but then when they kill your favorite, you know, RSS uh, app and everyone goes, gets really upset, it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you're like, uh, yeah, you kind of just have to be along for the ride and not think about the future. (laughs) (laughs) It isn't quite the same thing. I mean,
1: this VR stuff is all they, all Google has to do is come up with a file format for YouTube and they're done. Uh, They've, so they've got that and they've got, Google Cardboard, and people can create a better version of Cardboard if they want, but it's not doesn't need to be more complicated than that. Uh, and then they've even come up with here is a a framework for buying GoPro cameras and clicking it into this little hoop that lets you just shoot things as an arbitrary thing. So as Google is does very well, excite people about going out and creating content, so Google doesn't have to create content for themselves um and it's 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 a great opportunity i i was i had a one of those really amazing little insights about myself that i had to of course i had to share it <laughs> with with twitter but i realized that my god i if i talked to my 14 year old self and told him that you will you will own a 50 inch television set they might he might believe that what he won't believe is that I'll spend a lot of time watching videos of people soldering things on that TV <laughs> it's I mean it's like I', I Ben heck I'll, you know the uh, the uh, you know, element 14 videos you know Idafruit uh, uh, Adafruit videos I watch those all the time and those aren't the sort of things that if you have that the the team that's designed that's trying to build uh, a social network could have possibly anticipated what they can do however is simply say heres a easy way to shoot a video and simply put it uh, and, and make, make other people able to actually access it. I mean, how, who, who would have thought that you'd get millions of people to watch just someone uh, uh, hyper-energetically talking about a, a game that they're playing uh, and not, not only that but making millions of dollars a year doing so? I'd be really pleased if Google can just simply create the system so that people can experiment, make an incredible amount of mistakes that only 100 people or 200 people will see and then a handful of people will figure it out and create those videos that get 10,000, then 100,000, then a million people and then that's the reason and why people are going to be spending $200 for a VR uh, or even $1,500 for a more sophisticated thing like that. Because, it, uh, it I, I, again, I, I've been using this for about a month and a half, and I really surprised myself. I was I was not cynical or sarcastic about it, but I was not prepared to like anything about this, and I'm liking a lot about it.
2: suppose when you put it like that, it makes a bit more sense. Like, they're not building out the complete experience. What they're giving people is all the different tools and maybe we don't see all those tools just yet, but there's a lot of pieces in place. You know, If they can get the YouTube bit, if they can get the cardboard bit, if they can get all the, the processing stuff that i have been talking about, all these algorithms for stitching video together and that kind of thing, it, it would, yeah, I guess, okay, I'm coming out of my old man. My, I guess it would be kind of cool to, I do the same thing, like I'm trying to fix my washing machine and there's some guy, it's all YouTube videos these days and you can see him kind of doing thing I'm like, if only I could look behind there, like I wanna know what does that bit look like that he's not showing me. Obviously he's a repairman or whatever. She she can also be a repairman, a person. Um (laughs) <laughs> they're all men for some reason I don't know why but yeah it would be cool to be able to look around the back of it and you know I'm sure that's probably a really bad example you know someone who's just repairing a washing machine is not yeah. going to put a 3D camera behind it but experiences like that where you're like ah oh, I wish I could just see this bit or you know what's happening around there that that could be really interesting
1: that's exactly right there's uh, on, on the uh uh, video apps that that you can get for uh, for the Samsung VR. There's also there's some TV shows that are actually doing like as sidecars to their actual broadcast programs, like uh, the Lip Sync Battle TV show, that thing that uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon is producing. They have episodes in which they just simply have a 360 degree camera in the crowd, and so essentially that's your point of view. Uh, and so if you're actually standing while you're wearing your VR it is just like being in that crowd and i find and within seconds you find yourself doing exactly the the things that you would be doing if you were there because you're not at. You're not being controlled by a director. He's No one's calling shots for you. If you want to look at the performer in the middle of the stage, you can look at that performer. If you want to turn this way and look at the background singers who are singing in background, if you want to look that way and see the host who's technically on stage but he knows the camera is not going to be on him, so he's maybe <laughs> focusing on his notes. If you want to turn around and look at the people behind you, you can turn around and look at the people behind you. And so it really gets me thinking about if there, there's so many different kinds of shows that I would appreciate more if I had the ability to, like, imagine a sporting event. Where, again, the camera is going to follow the ball, but maybe you really are more interested in how is the um, – okay, now, I w- wish I had thought about this analogy before because I am incapable of coming up with the f- correct football terminology. <laughs> Imagine the football man who's at the corner of the field who might be ready to catch the ball thing. <laughs> like, you're, like let, let's say – again, I, please fill in the blanks for me, but – you you're saying i i that that guy that guy's had like four key <laughs> plays in this this past quarter i wonder how he's prepared i wonder if he's following the ball i wonder if he's like setting himself someplace different you can look wherever the hell you want so these it's there's, oh, there's a lot could, of
2: potential there i could tell you the one game that's going to take that on first is cricket i don't know if cricket is big <laughs> in the us it is massive in australia and it's it's the most boring game on earth but what they've done is they've introduced stats and cameras into every single part of it you know you've got a heat map of the the bat that, it, that the guys hitting it with you've got the way the ball bounces you know modelled in 3D they've gone They've gone modelling crazy. Like, I don't know how many millions of dollars they spent trying to make that game exciting, but I think if there's any sport that's going to adopt that, like cricket's going to be first. So if you're listening, you know, Cricket Council, you need to, you need to get on that.
0: So is it played with actual crickets, Russell? There's a wooden bat and there's, there's <laughs> some kidding. kind
2: of really hard ball. You know, as a kid, I was hit with that ball. It hurts. I don't know why it has to be so hard. Baseball? I think it's, it's kind of like a baseball, but red. <laughs> I'm just kidding. the way i describe it. Child's blood
1: on it. <laughs> but maybe but maybe that, maybe that's a way to make like televised cricket oh more gosh. interesting. If like again, you can look all around, but if you look down you'll see that you know the, the virtual you is actually holding like a Samsung Galaxy note and has <laughs> got Netflix on it and is watching a much more interesting game or a much more interesting movie. It's it's there to look at <laughs> if you want to look at it.
2: Or here's the scary reality. Maybe that's just a way to inject ads. So you look left and there's like a Samsung ad. You look right and there's an ad for YouTube. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Now there's virtual ads. Because we already do that in Australia for a lot of our sporting um, games. I'm sure you do it in the US as well. They overlay ads onto the pitch, but you go to the actual game and they're not there. They've green screened them like straight onto the grass, these giant yeah. logos for Toyota or, or whoever. It's, it's this thing over here. They don't don't do them on the
1: grass, but they have like virtual billboards, like behind the batters and baseball uh, that get painted in.
2: (laughs) So, speaking of ads, I have the best segue in the world. I've got to tell you that um, Squarespace, who really. You were just manipulating us, weren't you? Fine. Read your (laughs) damn ad.
1: I thought you were fascinated by the conversation. Okay, fine, fine. (laughs) The conversation is good,
2: but, you know, we. We Time also for need to 3D Luger. advertising. Time for us to worship our golden god. Ad <laughs> revenue. <laughs> Going to try and do it in 3D. So tell me, tell me if the sound comes out 3D for you. So this episode is brought to you in 3D by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter your offer code material and get 10% off at checkout. Now, you, you really have to do this. If you want to experience um, you know, supporting our show and you know, get 10% off, put the code M A T E R. R I A L, that's really hard to spell. Anyway, you can build beautiful <laughs> websites in Squarespace. You know, everybody, even in 2015, needs a place online. You know, you need a home, somewhere to put your stuff, you know, things to put up. Squarespace is a really easy way to do that. You know, if you don't know how to code HTML and you don't want to get stuck with server hosting and everything else, they do all of that for you. Um you can build a professional website, you know, that's that's nicely designed. You know, the designers have built all these templates that you can play with and you know, drop your stuff into. There's intuitive, easy to use tools and you can make it look exactly how you want which is something i struggle with when i'm manually laying out you know websites they've got state of the art technology to ensure that it's all you know locked down no one's going to hack your site it's nice and stable and millions of people already use it so it's not some brand that you know five people use and you're like oh if i put my stuff on there what's going to happen there's already tons of people out there using it and they've got responsive design as well which means that if someone pulls it up on their smartphone or their tablet or their maybe one day their 3D you know virtual reality goggles, still going to look good in there. There's tons of other awesome features. There's 24/7 support. Um, there's a commerce platform which lets you sell stuff, and they've got you know rock solid fast hosting as I as I said before, and they've also got a new dev platform which if you're a developer you can um, check out. It's now just out of beta, and um, it could be quite interesting. You know if you want to tweak some things and you want to play with their APIs, you know that's that's all in there as well and you can take your site further you know, than you've ever taken it before. So if you sign up for a year, you'll get a free domain name which is something that normally costs you, you know, extra money. I know I have bought like 30 of them and it allows you to choose, to choose exactly what you want your site to be called. So if you want to grab the domain, I'm trying to think of a good one, virtual reality is the future for google.com. That might be available. You can go grab it now. Plans start at just $8 a month. So uh, you can start your trial with no credit card. Uh, you can start building your website today. Just go to squarespace.com. Like I said, use the offer code material. You'll get 10% off your first purchase. And you'll also get to support our show. And uh, we'd like to thank Squarespace for their support of this show and all of Relay FM and maybe, you know, virtual reality in the future. Squarespace, build it beautiful.
1: Thank you very much. I was, I was only <laughs> having a bit of fun, and Squarespace, it's, it's exactly this sort of lighthearted nuttiness that delivers uh, the, a customer experience week after week. This is an audience that buys snow tires, high-end liquor, and web hosting services. So <laughs> it's, all, it's all for the greater good, is what I'm trying to say.
2: I, I kid you not, I've bought about 40 domain names, only about five of which I actually use, but uh, it's, it's like crack it's, it's because
1: it you you're, you a thought occurs to you you wonder oh well this has to have been taken and then you oh my god it hasn't been taken and then i i'm i've if uh, i'm considering like launching a a site just for my tech writing like because i write for a bunch of different places and i have the most awesome domain name that i can't share until i actually publish it <laughs> but you but you'll 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 agree with me that i saw, i saw it last year like well obviously someone oh my god i <laughs> i do i do also have chairmanhoneycrisp.com which I got like during, during the WWDC <laughs> keynote at Apple last year when Stephen Colbert had a video and referred to <laughs> Tim Cook as Chairman Honeycrisp, And I said, well, <laughs> if, I, if I decide that I don't want this, I have exactly 30 seconds to decide. if I, I, I've
2: got $12. I'll take $12. I think my favorite, and I can't even say it on the air, is ship that and then the F word with I-N-G on the end, .com. That's the best website I've ever built. You don't need to go there because it's a swear word at the end, people. It's very rude.
0: <laughs> Russell, the koalas the koalas would not be pleased.
2: No, although you'd be surprised if you've ever heard a koala. They're, they're the cursiest little things you've ever ever heard. No one really understands Australian, so it all sounds cute, but it's, it's not. Trust me. Hey, speaking of Australians, I have to tell you something awesome. This is another terrible, terrible segue. But um, <laughs> Mark Edwards, so he's, he's also an Australian, lives in Melbourne. He designed the intro music that you hear at the start and at the end of our show. There's a link, we'll link it up in the, the show notes, but there's been a lot of people for some reason asking us, hey, you know, I want that as my ringtone. You know, Stephen asked me, there was a few other people on Twitter, they're like, oh, I want that as a ringtone. It started to become so common, then we're like, ah, oh. you know, we'll ask Mark. And he actually graciously put it up. So he made a um, a slightly louder version, you know, so you can annoy the people around you that you can use, you know, as your SMS tone or your ringtone. There's two different versions. There's one with drums and no drums. So Yeah. Go grab that.
0: Yeah, and we'll put the link out in the show notes. It's awesome. And we want to thank Mark for making our listeners so happy because that was very kind of him. He didn't have to do that, and he did. (laughs) That's awesome.
2: Ah, the other big massive breaking news is that Chris Lacey, who makes Action Launcher, sponsored last week's show. He got immediate results from that campaign. He's actually sold Link Bubble as of today. So I'm assuming now he's a billionaire sitting in a mansion. And this is what happens (laughs) when you sponsor material, people. Just your life changes overnight. It's the material bump.
0: <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but you know, I did read that ad.
2: That's true. So, Chris, <laughs> Yasmin is here. She wants a cut. You know, when you hear this, just just call us up. That's all we ask. Mm-hmm. Don't don't forget us. You know, when you become big and famous, don't don't forget the little people.
1: Exactly. Wherever you, wherever you wind up, your your company probably has tote bags. We 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 tote things around. <laughs> it costs you very little. It means very much to us so i've just i've just for the first time in probably about a year uh checked google plus to see how many followers i have because now they're all worthless so, <laughs> so no, no no i'm sorry if if you're following me on google plus <laughs> each one of you has value as a human being i'm just <laughs> I'm just this. This is why, like you, you shouldn't drive yourself <laughs> nuts to, see, to like get more Twitter followers, get more Facebook friends, because at any point, like any company could like sell each, sell themselves to somebody else, and then like. But my entire business was based on having like 280 thousand Google Plus followers, and now there <laughs> a be more.
2: How do you even see this information, Andy? Where
1: is it? Uh, I had to click around to find it because it's been so long since I used Google Plus. You you click on your face in the, in the oh. upper ran, upper right hand corner. Uh, and then you'll yeah. see your own profile and the stuff. The last thing
2: I posted was October 18th, 2014. Well, I actually posted a, a material episode on the 23rd of July. So I, I did my bit for Google+. Okay. Plus. Of course, before that, you have to scroll away. Back. yeah, <laughs> I have 394 followers. That's really depressing. That should kill that network. I'm way more popular than that. <laughs> and we,
0: hey, we actually have a Google Plus material podcast page.
2: <laughs> for the next two weeks. For
0: all, for the, <laughs> it was, a, I think it says something when uh, we announced the podcast, and someone, I think, on Google Plus said, Hey, you guys launched a Google, you know, an Android podcast, and you're not on Google Plus. <laughs> well, well,
1: that's, that's because we've, we've got our thumbs on the pulse of the Google user. We're we're reflecting the reality of the Google user base. I have slightly too many followers to do this, but Russell, you're 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 right there in the bandwidth. You can add, you have a few enough followers that you can actually buy each one of your followers a beer, <laughs> like for five or a good like five or six bucks. If you know, you, know, you don't cheap out by buying like a pitcher and have people share because you can come you can go with a couple thousand
2: bucks. Actually, I'm looking, there's a, I think, I'm sure you call them hotels as well, pubs, whatever, directly across from me. No one can see where I'm pointing, but just over there. (laughs) If you turn up in the next five minutes, I will buy you a pitcher of beer. That's my promise.
0: So if I fly out now, by the time this episode is released, I should be I'll tell you what, I'll
2: be generous. If you're (laughs) listening to this right now and you can get yourself there the second it launches, I'll make the window 10 minutes. How's that?
0: (laughs)
1: I, 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 really, you know, I, I, I would be tempted to simply say, "Look, if ever I'm looking out that window and I see someone holding up a sign, minimum of two feet by eight inches, eighteen inches, that says, Russell, where's my beer,' <laughs> that I will, I will come down and I will buy you a beer right then and there. That that would seem like a really nice break in the day, any day that that happens.
2: I could see the protest line forming outside now.
1: <laughs> oh, I, f- I forget you are in Australia. <laughs> yes, there, there are, there are people who don't have to fly, like. 13 hours in order to collect the free beer there are people who are like <laughs> i have no idea what that podcast is i've barely heard of google but all i heard was that I, a piece of cardboard and a piece of charcoal means that i get a free beer
0: <laughs> i think uh, you'll have uh, mark edwards and um chris Lacey.: well, outside that, your uh <laughs> that's the ironic thing <laughs> so your... mark
2: is about 800 kilometers away i have no idea what that is in freedom units by the way and then chris Lacey <laughs> is probably 1300 <laughs> it's a long way are we? Are any of us going to? Are any of us going to actually miss
1: Google Plus? Is it a missed opportunity for us personally? We we have no we have no ability to say what Google should or should not have done if they did whatever right or wrong. But was there? Are any of us disappointed that Google has not created a successful signature social media junta uh, <laughs> that we could be a proud part of? <laughs>
0: You know, a lot of the features that I did like, like the beta testing community, is now being opened up to an open beta that you don't need to be a part of Google Plus in order to get to it. So like that's been kind of solved. The awesome photos that it automatically created um, for me when I uh, uploaded my photos, like that's into a new app called Photos. And so I think a lot of the favorite features are kind of in other apps now. And so I'm going to be okay if Google Plus is gone, but you know what? I am keeping my beer uh, craft label manufacturing community group up as long as uh, as Google Plus will let me.
2: <laughs> I look forward to the future blog posts when they try and shut you down. <laughs> I, I think for me, I, when it shuts down, I'll actually feel 5 to 10% smarter because I could, honest to goodness, never figure out how to, one, direct message someone on Google Plus, and two, how on earth to manage like the – the Google Plus group, is that what it's called? We've got like a Shifty Jelly page on Google Plus. My goodness, I could not figure out how to to work that. And people would respond to questions that we post. Like we'd post a thing like eight months ago and people would just write on the bottom of it and it never disappeared. And I'm like, I really don't know what to do here and I feel so dumb because I'm an engineer and I'm meant to know this stuff. So when it disappears, I will feel like infinitely smarter. Yeah, I'd be. I mean, Google
1: Hangouts is the one thing that's definitely sticking around, which is my own version of hell because... The times when people want me to be on a podcast or like uh, uh, on, on an interview or something, I just my I just get so nervous and so anxious because I never know. Do I wait for you to for a button to pop up that I click <laughs> in order to? Do I enter this URL and entered what do I do to become part of a hangout that is already existing <laughs> and wants me to show up for it? Which is why this, I think the the only the, the only times I definitely like will actually speak to somebody on the phone is when, yeah, hi, yeah, I, I was supposed to be in three minutes ago. Um, are you supposed to like contact me? Where do I go to look at this hangout where I'm at? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not clever at many things, and that's one of the things I'm not clever at. But I, I, I would lo- I would love it if anybody came up with an alternative to Facebook. Unfortunately, I got to use it because. That larger, that wider circle of family members and like my nieces, my nephews, and stuff like that are on my aunts are, are on Facebook. And if I want to see, you know, their big bus trip to Delaware or whatever, I have to be on Facebook in order to do it. And I always I, I'm I'm holding firm every time I, I'm not I just can't get myself to push a like button because it just seems so trivial. <laughs> I, but that's that's but that's well I will send them I will then send them a text message saying, Oh wow, Dover, Delaware is indeed a cornucopia of delights. Thank you for sharing those photos. You had a great time, obviously, uh, with that Wayne Newton impersonator or whoever. Uh, I, I've, I I just would like to see someone come up with an alternative to Facebook that I can trust more than I trust Facebook, which is great because a ham sandwich whoa, I trust whoa, whoa, more Sorry,
2: Andy, you would like someone to come up with an alternative to Facebook? You would like that? <laughs> <So you'd, laughs> I would you enjoy that. Like you would, you,
0: would you plus one that?
1: I'd plus seven it. <laughs> Maybe that's why it failed. You Because sometimes you like something more than one. <laughs> I mean, it's like, my, my, my sister had a baby. I'm supposed to just plus one it? No, I think that, that I, I, again, I, I plus one the picture of the person's breakfast three, three months earlier. That's Your baby's much better than a <laughs> breakfast.
0: I like how you said three months earlier, because that's probably the posting right on <laughs> <laughs> Google+. Plus. I just want everyone to know that I am Facebook free for, I think it's been like two years now, so... It is possible.
1: Wow. Let Yasmin be a match unto your feet.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Go, foot, go. Whatever. No, then Facebook would never sponsor us, and that would be terribly sad. We want to thank everyone for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of Material. Uh, Russell, where can people find you?
2: Uh, my task for this week is see if you can find me on Google Plus. And try and figure out the last thing I posted before the material episode.
0: And now you're going to, now it's an extra thing to add to the show notes. Google Plus profile. <laughs> no, 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 You can't
2: put it in there. Like people have to try and find it.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. That's the that's the goal. That's the game. That's <laughs> the game. Andy, where can people find you?
2: Do You have to spell my last name. Try,
1: spell my last name Anatko on Twitter. I'm at Anatko there. You can also try Anatko.com, which is my blog, but Twitter is usually the best place to find me. I also post links to uh, stuff I write and where they get posted.
0: And you can find me at, at Yasmeen Evian on Twitter and also on Google+. And you can find us on Twitter at, at Material Podcast and also at Material Podcast somewhere in the land of Google+. And you can email us at materialpodcasts at gmail.com or visit our website at relay.fm forward slash material. Until next time, stay in material and go download one of those awesome ringtones so you can have material in your life every day.
2: Freedom units? Isn't that what Miles? How many miles?
0: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> Let's say it ain't fair and hot.
0: Well,
1: I mean, I just, I, that, that dentist who shot that lion took such a load off the, the rest of us Americans. There's almost nothing we can do that would make America look worse than that guy. So we may as well <laughs> flaunt it. We may as well collect the pronunciation of aluminum and say that, no, you're driving on the wrong side of the road and, sorry, officer, that sign clearly said 90, the speed limit, 90 miles an hour. Oh,
2: Your freeways. Well, as long, as we're, as, long not, as we're not offing a door. In Australia, we'll, you, know, you get booked every three seconds if you go over the speed limit. In America, I'm trying to drive the 60 miles or whatever it is on the freeway. People just like zoom, 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 zoom. I'm like, all right, I guess this is how you do it. <laughs>
0: So Russell, when you say you get booked, do you get like books thrown at you? Like... is that not a thing
2: in America? Tick- ticketed? Do you get ticketed?
1: We do, <laughs> we, we do indeed get ticketed it. over get here. Bolt?
0: It's a charming oh, tradition. Yeah we, don't... <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't. The get state hit trooper puts on special clogs
1: and does a special circle dance around the car
0: <laughs> as
1: he waits for his partners and, to come around.
0: And, and as his shoes click, it goes tick tick tick. So that's how it's called ticketed. <laughs> Does Facebook ever do ad sponsors? I don't think they, they need should. to. Once Facebook. you're over a billion users,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I I don't think I don't think their next stop is as is, is ads on podcasts. I think their next stop is actual armed squads go, doing a house-to-house search for people like you who aren't using the service. Oh
2: no, excuse me, ma'am. Now we'd now like to know. take a moment to talk to you about Facebook. Have you accepted? We just want to take some measurements of your living room.
1: <laughs> We've been asking you for three months, is your sofa red? We've
2: calculated your sofa's probably
0: red. <laughs> Now you see what happens when we don't <laughs> click our buttons. <laughs>